Welcome back to another episode of We Gonna Talk. I'm your host, Tania, and it is September 30th. It's Friday. It's Friday at 5.15 p.m. And I am just now recording this podcast. Do you want to know why? Because I blew this week. (laughs) I blew it. I mismanaged my time. Classes for me and my graduate program started this week. Well, my asynchronous work started this week. The classes actually start next week and I've blown it. I have gotten to the end of the week and started reading a couple of days ago and I have a crap load of reading to do and the podcast kind of fell by the wayside. I had every intention on recording the podcast on Wednesday. It didn't happen. So here I am right now making an effort to record the podcast. I'm going to edit it tonight. It may take a few hours, but I'm going to do my best to make sure it's published so I can keep my Friday promise to y'all. If it's your first time listening, I don't know how you found me, but thank you. Every Friday, I'm going on a random journey and I take you guys, whoever you guys are who are listening, I take you guys with me. So thank you if you stumbled upon this podcast. I appreciate your listen. If you are a return listener, again, thank you so much for joining me. I told y'all we go together now. It's up from here. You feel me? (laughs) I'm always going to take that moment to share my heart and let you know that I appreciate all of the listens, all of the love. Believe it or not, I've been getting feedback through Instagram about my podcast. And I'm grateful for every person who takes the time out to just let me know they're proud of me or let me know, give me feedback on an episode. I love it. Please feel free to do that. Also, also, if you like the podcast, If you are feeling your girl, please take some time out to subscribe. Hit the subscribe on this podcast so you can get the notification once the podcast has gone live. P.S. If you don't mind, could you leave a rating and a review on the platform you listen to this podcast on? I would appreciate it. I would appreciate um, your insight, any feedback. I want to see how y'all are judging me. (laughs) I really do. I don't know why I would want to subject myself to that, but I do. I want to know what y'all think, how I can improve. I plan on being around for a really long time. So let me know. Other than that, let's get started, y'all. Let's talk. Before I begin, it's important for me to let y'all know my sweet baby boy who graced us with his presence on the podcast for a few minutes last week, he has kicked me out of his closet. So (laughs) he said this podcast should have been done already. I picked him up from school. I was like, baby, I've got to record the podcast He politely brought his mic out into the living room, dropped it off, went in his closet and closed the door. I guess um, to say that the closet 
my closet time has been revoked. And so I better figure it out all on my own. So I'm sitting here. If the sound quality is worse than what it normally is, it's because I'm in a big, wide open room. And so there may be even more of an echo. But y'all, like we say in church, bear with me. Okay, bear with me. Because we're going to have fun today anyway, even though I've been kicked out of the closet. Anyway, I, (laughs) because this week has been just bananas, I haven't really had the opportunity to be on social media much. I haven't had the opportunity to uh, keep up with current events or national or international news. I do know that there are some things going on, but not enough right now for me to speak on. I think I will address the protesting going on in Iran next week because that's important to me, but I would like to really fully do research before I just get on here talking about anything (laughs) and saying anything that may not be factual. So maybe we'll revisit that conversation next week, but I stand with every protester in Iran right now. I did see, is it Zaya or Zaya, Wade, Dwayne Wade's daughter? I saw that she has this beautiful new look and y'all, I'm not here for your thoughts. I'm not here for your judgment about trans people. She is a beautiful trans girl. And I'm not here for your judgment or what the Bible says. Okay. I believe in the Bible too. I also believe that we are to love everyone. And so that's where my uh, place is right there. Just loving on people. And it looks like Zaya is being loved on. Well, I'm so grateful that she has the parents that she has that supports her, that uplift her. Looks like Dwayne Wade has cut off the comments in Zaya's um, on her Instagram because people say wild things. And I think that they forget that Zaya is, or Zaya, however you pronounce it, they forget that she's still a child. And so I'm happy that Dwayne Wade kind of stepped in dad mode and cut those comments off. People are cruel. My son is not on the internet and not... Not that I know of anyway. Oh my gosh, if I discovered that, I'd be so upset and brokenhearted because I thought we were better than that. Hopefully I don't discover that. But anyway, I, I don't know that my son is on the internet because he does not have my permission to be on the internet because nobody's about to ruin all the hard work I've put into him. So that he is a confident young man with high self-esteem. We're not, we're not ruining that with people's opinions on the internet. So I'm glad that Dwayne Wade has done that for Zaya. I feel like y'all know who Kim Burrell is. Y'all know who she is. She is an amazing gospel singer. She is a problematic pastor. She is a messy church lady. <laughs> Well, Kim Burrell was on the Tamron Hall show and Tamron had invited her there to basically 
clarify some things that she had said on social media and Kim took it as an opportunity to be messy and Tamron had to get her all the way back together. Y'all, I don't know. Why on God's green earth, the messiest people are in the church. I'm not going to hold you. You tell me why. You don't know either. The most problematic people that I have known in term in terms of toxicity have been the people in the church. And I'm not going to get started right now. But I'm going to do it at a later date. Okay, so for my TV preferences this week, I really got the opportunity to sit and watch the spinoff Zatima from... Uh, the original series of Sisters, and that's with the characters Zach and Fatima. You see what they did there? <laughs> you see what they did there? It's called Zatima. It's not cute. I wish they wouldn't have named it that. However, the Zach and Fatima storyline is my favorite storyline from Sisters. I really feel like now that Zach and Fatima have transitioned into their own spinoff, I don't necessarily need Sisters anymore. I feel like the writers need to come together in the writing room at the table and try to piece back together the stories. I love Zatima. I So far, there's only been two. I guess there's four episodes. We're on a new week. So there's four episodes now on BET+. You should check it out. It's a cute story. They ride for each other. And... That made me think of Danity Kane. Uh, what's the song? The chips down. There ain't no ifs, buts, and maybes. I'm going to sit down and ride for you, maybe. <laughs> I love Danity Kane. Gosh, I miss them so much. Anyway. Watch Zatima because I want to talk about it, okay? You guys, I saw the woman king today. I saw the woman king today. Last week was busy. Last week I was in Cancun. So I got to see it today on a day date and I was not disappointed at all. I really, okay, so I'm a crier. I think I told y'all that already. I am a crier. I was so invested in the film that the parts where I normally probably would have cried, I withheld my tears because I didn't want to miss anything. Like I was so invested in this movie um, and that's not me. Typically I wouldn't go to the movies on a date because I will go to sleep on a movie. I've done it before and I'm pretty sure who I was with did not appreciate it, but there's only been a handful of movies that has kept my attention and kept me on the edge of my seat. And the woman King, you guys is one of them. It's probably my favorite movie this year. Hands down. It was well-written not that I am any sort of a professional critique, but for me, it was well written. It was the actors really committed to their roles. I mean, Viola Davis played the heck 
out of that role. Um, and then the supporting cast, I don't know, um, little, uh, I don't want to give it away, but there's a young girl, a young woman in the movie who is just amazing. Y'all I'm a week late in seeing the movie, but if you haven't seen it, you absolutely have to take some time to go and see it. And I'm not just talking to black people which is who listens to this podcast. But if you are not black and you have not seen The Woman King, you have to make your way to the movie theater to see this movie. It is beautiful. The wardrobe, the the styling is beautiful. It's beautiful to see natural hair on, on the big screen, like all of that, all of that. I left the movie in tears, tears of joy. Maybe my soul and my spirit needed that. And I'm happy that I was able to experience because the movie is an experience. It's just not a film to go and watch. It's an experience. I'm glad I got to experience it. It was a really, really great movie. I hope that it wins whatever the awards are, (laughs) I hope it wins something because it deserves. Last week on September 23rd, I celebrated my birthday. And for this birthday, let me tell you, I have always shared a birthday with somebody. I'm a twin. So naturally I came into the world with somebody Uh, My mom always told a little story about me leaving the world with that same somebody, but I doubt if that happens, but I've never just celebrated my birthday by myself from childhood. I always had somebody to celebrate with. And then when I became a mother, y'all, I had my son two days before my own birthday. So when I was discharged from the hospital after having him, guess what? It was on my birthday. So my son was the most amazing birthday gift your girl could ever get. However, when I became a mom, it kind of just shifted. So I never celebrated my own birthday because I was preparing for my son's birthday party. So this was the very first year that I decided to celebrate my birthday by myself. I traveled to Cancun for the very first time and When I tell you I had an amazing time in Cancun, it doesn't owe me anything. I had a beautiful room overlooking the ocean. Um, It was, of course, all-inclusive. The food was good. I I posted in my stories um, a highlight reel because I'm a person that doesn't believe in breakfast foods. Like I will eat a full meal at breakfast. I like to eat. It's why I work out. My plate is going to include some of everything. So I mean, in moderation for the most part, but I enjoyed the food. I enjoyed where I stayed. I wanted to definitely participate in some activities while I was there. And 
one of the things that I wanted to do um, was conquer my fear of heights. I've been terrified of heights for the longest. I mean, so much so, y'all, that I do not even like to look over the <laughs> look over the balcony at the mall. If the mall is one level, I'm good. If it's two, chances are I'm not walking very close to the edge of where the balcony is. So I was determined to conquer my fear of heights. And what I did was plan an excursion to Zipline and I planned an excursion to Parasail and I did both of those things. Now, Parasailing, y'all, I was terrified up there. The wind was blowing. It was gorgeous. The skies were blue. It was an amazing experience and I wanted to capture it, but I was so nervous that I was going to drop my phone that I got like a few seconds of me up there. And then I hurried and put that phone right, right back in the little bag that I had stuffed inside of my life vest. But I did it. One thing about me is I'm always going to follow through. I'm always going to do it scared. And that's what I did. Now, on the other hand, zip lining almost took your girl out. Like I do not climb trees. <laughs> So to have to go, to go up high essentially into a tree house to connect to a zip line and, and zip line down, I wasn't really looking forward to, but I had my people with me, hyping me up, making sure I was okay. And I did just that. And so it was four back-to-back zip lines. So the first one, when I got up there, it wasn't very high and I was good. I mean, by the time I got to the end of it, I was a little shaken up and I thought I was done. But the only way down was to go up <laughs> to the next zip line. So that was even higher up and that was terrifying. It was like, I was shaking. It was me and another young lady. It was like after each zip line, we were shaking, we were trembling. But guess what I didn't do? I didn't quit. I didn't ever say, get me down. How do I get down? No, I persevered because that's what I do. And I made it through all four of them. The fourth one being the highest up. And in hindsight, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. I love, I love rising to occasions, especially where fear is present. I don't necessarily ever need to go zip lining again. So yeah, I don't think that's anything that you're going to see me do again, but it was amazing that one time and I'm going to leave that experience in Cancun. <laughs> what else did I do? Oh gosh, I went to something called the Cenotes. I know if you've been to Cancun and you like adventure, like I like adventure, there's these huge, like, I don't know, they call them the Cenotes, but it's like, really old, ancient, like, wells or, like, sinkholes. They're filled. They're beautiful. Um, it's, like, natural. The water is beautiful. But they're, like, 260 feet deep. And I don't know about you guys and how well y'all swim, but <laughs> I don't know about saving my life in 260 feet. So I put on this life jacket, and I went right in. 
And I started to panic. <laughs> I was panicking with a life vest on, y'all. Because once I stepped off that last stair, there was nothing beneath me, nothing that I could latch on to. It was just like, I'm out here. So I was panicking at first because, I mean, I don't swim. <laughs> I do not swim. I took an F in PE in high school in the ninth grade because I didn't want to get my hair wet. So swimming, that's not my jam. I don't need your judgment. I do not need your judgment. How do you fail PE? I just told you. Anyway, so I had to realize and talk myself down. I had to realize that I had on a life vest <laughs> and I wasn't going to drown. So once I realized that I was able to roll around on my back and just let myself float, uh, paddled a little bit when I needed to, you know, shift my direction, but it was so liberating just to be out there in the middle of all that deep water. I felt really at peace and one with God. I feel most at one with God when I am in nature. Do y'all feel that ever? So, I mean, I got in, I didn't stay in there. I think they gave us, cause we were on a tour with other people. So I got in and they gave us like a half an hour in each cenotes, but I only needed about 10 minutes, <laughs> maybe five, uh, in and out. I got my photo op. I floated for a little bit and then I was out of that thing. We got to bike. There were ATVs out there and we got to really taste real Mexican food from the Mayan tradition. It was so good. So we're out in the middle of like the rainforest. It looked like a rainforest. I'm not going to hold you. They had these huge insects. I mean, grasshoppers the size of a full hand, an open hand, and they flew and they would jump on people. It was terrifying. If anything, that was what I was scared of the most. But so they had like these tables and we were able to go sit and have a traditional like Mexican style meal. And from the Mayan culture, we had tacos. We had like all the fixings, right? And so I, I'm dressing my tacos. I got a bowl of rice and black beans and I started to dress it. You know, I put the cilantro on, I put the pico on, I put some more what appeared to be pickled onions on. I don't know. And then I get to this huge bowl of salsa and the guy is like, one of the servers, he's like, um, that's hot. And I was like, oh, bet. I love hot food. You know what I'm saying? I love cultural dining. I love spicy foods. So I'm like, I'm gonna put this on my tacos. I had like a pork taco. Yes, I ate that pork. And I had a chicken taco and I put that salsa on both the tacos. And then I had a bowl of rice and beans. I put salsa all over that thing. I went and sat down y'all. And I started to eat the tacos and my mouth became inflamed. <laughs> and I was like, whoo, drank a little water. So I was like, maybe I'll just move on to the bowl of rice and beans. Now, mind you, I told you, I put it all over the food inside of that bowl. Y'all, when I tell you snot was running from my nose, tears were falling from my eyes, 
My body was hot, like on fire from the inside out. I had to just start over. I couldn't finish the food. I had to go back and get a new plate. (laughs) So if you go to anybody else's country and they, and the natives tell you that the food is spicy, please believe that it is not American spice. It is traditional spice from their culture and you really got to be a tough cookie to move through it and be okay eating the food. Um, I'm never going to do that again, by the way. I got to tell you about my tequila tasting. So before we got to eat the traditional Mexican food, they gave us a tequila tasting and it wasn't like I don't know what the what tequila brands are here in the States, but I don't drink tequila. I don't drink tequila. If anything, I'm going to drink a spritzer. I might drink some champagne. I might drink some wine. If there's tequila in a fruity drink that I got while I was out in Mexico, I didn't know it because it never tasted like uh, alcohol. But so I'm at the, I'm, I'm like, while I'm here, I'll never do this again. Let me go ahead and participate. So I participate in a tequila tasting and he gives like these, you know, when you go to the mall, there's those little plastic cups that the smoothie, <laughs> the smoothie restaurant wants you to taste the sample. Okay. So I have one of those. So he's like, the guy is going over each. It was like eight different, like natural tequilas, not like the stuff they sell in the store. We're talking about straight Mexican tequila, no fillers, right? The um, tequila tasting host, he's like pouring the tiniest drop of tequila in the cup. And my best friend, she does not drink at all. She's never had a drink in her life. So she takes the cup just to be courteous, right? So he's pouring it for her and she's pouring hers into mine. So, which makes a little half of a cup about four cups in y'all four of those tiny cups in your girl was tipsy by the end of it. I think I might've been drunk. I'm not quite sure because I've never been drunk, but the way that I felt, I think that that was drunk. I'm not sure, but about 10 minutes later, my stomach was bubbling. It, my stomach was churning and it was burning. And the next thing we had to do was go eat hot, spicy food. So me not understanding that that tequila was about to take me out. I go and I eat the, the tacos. Something about that hot food set my stomach off even more. Your girl was sick. Do you hear me? I'm never going to drink tequila again. <laughs> I'm not a tequila girl. I'm a wine girl. And that's as far as probably I'm going to push my limit. Anyway, I had a blast. I'm so happy that I was able to go and sneak away for a minute. I was there for a few days. It was an amazing experience. And I came back home feeling rejuvenated and ready for my next travel experience. My next one, I'm going to take my little best friend on my son. I'm going to take Caden with me. I don't know where we're going, but we're going to get the heck up out of here. I really would love to move somewhere abroad. Any ideas? Do you guys please share with me if you know of some great locations for black people, (laughs) black people and black people who have families, children, 
who still have to go to school. If you guys know of any countries that we can thrive in, share them with me because I'm kind of over the United States. <laughs> I digress. Maybe I'll talk about that another day. Yeah, but that's that was my trip. That was my birthday trip. I had a blast in Cancun. Oh gosh, I didn't tell y'all when I travel, I want to go with the natives, right? I'm like, let me go where the natives go. So I want to catch the city bus to the market center. So me and my best friend, we found somebody who spoke really good English and he directed us. He even got on the bus and let us know where we should get off. Okay, but y'all, we forgot to ask him where to get back on the bus, (laughs) but I'm really glad that God gave me good common sense because I figured it out. But so we get on this bus, we wait at the bus stop for a few minutes and we get on the bus. We pay the bus driver our one US dollar to get on the bus before we even could turn around to start walking back to a seat. He mashed the gas, y'all. He smashed on the gas. We almost tumbled from the front of the bus to the back of the bus. When I tell you, I told one of my really good friends from college when I talked to her, I said, do you remember the movie Speed with Sandra Bullock? I think that's what it was called. It was like our bus had a bomb on it and our bus driver did not and could not, did not want to and could not stop our bus. And so we literally had to save our own lives by just catching a handle and snatching our bodies and sitting them down. Like y'all people were just, he wasn't even fully stopping. The driver wasn't even fully stopping at bus stops. He was weaving in and out of traffic The people on the bus who needed to get off, they were jumping off of the bus. People who needed to get on the bus were jumping on the bus without him even stopping. I mean, everybody, everybody was being pushed to the back just because he was a speed racer, y'all. If you ever have to catch the bus in Cancun, or if you ever have caught the bus in Cancun, you know what I'm talking about. You need to move quickly to a seat so that your life can be spared. But we ended up catching the bus to a local market, shopping in the market. Um, I found apple soda. Have you guys ever had apple soda? I found apple soda. (laughs) My best friend found some flaming Hot Cheetos with lime and cheese and whatever makes the Cheetos hot. I don't know. Um, But they were really good. I sat up in bed and ate some. But that concludes my story on Cancun. It was my first time there. I just wanted to share it with y'all. All All right, moving on. So I signed on to be a substitute teacher in my son's school district. And I don't want to be like a parachute parent, but I love to be in the know. And I feel like this is like me going in to get like a better understanding of how the district is being ran. And so I went to the, the substitute orientation this week. It was, it it went well, but when we got to the director of security over the district, 
began to speak to us about protocol on lockdowns, on um, lockouts and stuff like that, y'all, I was triggered. We have been living in such a traumatic time with like school shootings that when he began to go over protocol for us um, during lockdowns, if there's an active shooter, I broke out crying. And I mean, it was, I couldn't even keep it cute. It was like panting, (laughs) like heavy breathing, like tears. I couldn't stop the tears because I cannot believe this is where we are, are in our society. Like I have to learn how to use and, and, and now mind you, I come from a law enforcement background. However, being our kids are precious, you know, our kids are precious. And I never would have thought that our children would have to experience lockdown drills for active shooters on the campus. Like, so for me to go into the classroom as a guest educator, by the way, that's what they're calling them now. They're not calling us substitutes. They're calling us, they're calling us guest educators. So going into the classroom as a guest educator, knowing that if there ever is an active shooter incident on the campus that I literally have to lead the charge and I'm trained for that. But I don't know what it did to me in the moment when I was sitting in the orientation. I was sobbing. I hate that for this generation. I hate that for us as a society. I hate that for us. (sighs) I don't have a rant and I don't have a moment of gratitude. Well, I'm always grateful, but I really didn't think about it. I just jumped on here and started recording. No outline, no plan. I just pressed record and I started recording. So here we are at the end of the episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. I appreciate that we got through this whole random long a podcast episode. I think they're getting longer and longer. I know I said I wanted to keep them at 20 minutes or less. However, I've gotten away from that. So I'm going to ask you guys, do you think I should keep it at 20 minutes? I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to put a poll up on Instagram. Let me know what you guys think. Anyway, that's the episode. Thank you for joining me. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.